You're listening to Music Trails, a podcast dedicated to independent music artists, their music, stories, and the people behind the scenes that support them. I chose the name Music Trails because just like no two hiking or biking trails are the same, the same holds true when it comes to the trails and journeys of our guest. This is season two, and the focus will be on Winfield, Kansas's Walnut Valley Festival, which is celebrating its 50th anniversary in September 2022. We'll hear from current, past artists, and people that support the festival in various ways. Our guest today is Rhonda Vincent, who along with her outstanding band, The Rage, will be making their Winfield debut this year. Rhonda is a renowned bluegrass singer, songwriter, and multi-instrumentalist who has been inducted into the Grand Old Opry, is a seven-time Grammy Award nominee, and Grammy Award winner for Best Bluegrass Album. Rhonda takes time out of her hectic tour schedule and talks about making something fun and positive during her COVID off period coming back full throttle on tour, the challenge of recording a classic cover song, her partnership with Bernie Toppin, meeting Elton John, and how much she's looking forward to making her Walnut Valley Festival debut. I'm pleased to introduce Music Trails listeners to Rhonda Vincent, who joins us today on a rare day off from touring. <laughs> Rhonda, where are you uh, calling from? Well, I'm calling from Nashville, Tennessee today before we uh, get aboard our Bluegrass Express and head back out on the road. And, you know, everybody uh, refers to James Brown, or at least they, they used to, as the, uh, the busiest man in show business. I'm sure you've heard that expression. I have. <laughs> well, I'm thinking you might be giving him a run for his money for that moniker. <laughs> you know, people tell me that. <laughs> you know, I... So I'm, I'm for, for the listeners, I'm looking at her schedule and granted, I'm not looking, I'm not looking at the last couple of months. Uh, I know that she's been on the road and she's been busy, but today as we're talking, it's August the 10th. And when you look um, between August 10th and next June, the 10th, <laughs> you are committed for 72 engagements in 21 states have you four, counted all these yes four countries <laughs> and two continents <laughs> now what is up with that well that's just getting started we gotta get that number up <laughs> those are just the ones you've got on the books right that's right yeah i hope there's many more but uh you're making me a little tired just thinking about that the, the good thing is except for when we fly but my best sleep is when i'm aboard our bluegrass express when we're on our tour bus that's usually when i get my best sleep so good. thankfully yeah. thankfully i'm by the time we arrive uh to our show uh, i should be well rested and and just ready to go and we are yeah. all of these guys i mean if we slept any better i don't know what we would do yeah that's good <laughs> sleep's important yes 
So would you say that at this, at this point, your, your tour schedule, is it what it was pre COVID? It has, yes, it is about to be at the same or maybe even more. I I was talking to, we, I have a new agent, my husband, her booked me since 2005 and he just retired at December of 2021. So I have a new agent, Joey Crawford, and Mm -hmm. you know, this is all new for him. And he told me the other day, because somebody called to, to look for a Saturday for 2023. He said, you do not have a Saturday available until November 2023. So it's Gosh. like, okay, that's good to know. <laughs> so, and I, you know what? I think what happened is we weren't, we weren't going anywhere. We, we I ain't been nowhere from our, like our yeah. song says. Yeah. Uh, so we, we had no dates and we went from that and we started, you know, gradually adding them. And basically if it was something that was in the ballpark, we took it. And so we started piling on these dates and oh, yeah, we'll do it. We want to make up for lost time. Let's get this. Let's get more dates. Let's get more dates. And then it's like, now we're going, wait a minute. We're one trip is running into the other and then we're going overseas. And, and so I think it, it has gotten to a point now we're going to start limiting them and and looking at a way because I have uh, incredible band members, but they have small, some of them have small children and, you know, making sure that they get to be home and see their families, a nice balance will be great. Now my kids are grown. Um, In fact, my, my oldest daughter, Sally, I'm so proud. I have to share this. Uh, She is just about to be released from boot camp and will be rejoining the United States Navy band country current. So she'll be one of the new lead singers for that band. That's awesome. uh, So, hopefully and i'll get to see her more on the road because we're working with the navy band right but for the other guys they have small kids and you know they want to be home so we got to find that get returned to finding that balance but what happened is covid hit we weren't working it's like come on we know we need the work we need the work let's get back out on the road yeah and now it's like whoa why <laughs> is it there's there seems to never be that perfect balance yeah like be careful what you ask for that's right. And that's that's kind of what's happened to us now. Yeah. But you know what? We are so grateful and we are so thankful. No one is complaining about it. So yeah, we're 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 happy. So for our listeners, um, I ain't been nowhere would be your COVID song and uh video that you did. I was traveling along playing anywhere I could when along came a virus and took away my spread it worldwide and now for a while we have to all stay inside you ask me how i'm doing and if i've washed my hands and i say listen bud i've had about as much as i can stand i ain't been nowhere man i ain't been nowhere man been sitting in my chair Yesterday, go cook, read a book, jog around the breakfast nook, glass clink, get a drink straight from the kitchen sink. Can't think, eyes blink, man, do my clothes stink. I ain't been nowhere, man. I ain't been nowhere, man. Been sitting in my chair, man. Growing out my hair, man. Sleeping up to my chair, man. I ain't been nowhere. 
How, how did how did you come up with that? Well, Chuck Mead took the song "I've Been ah, Everywhere." Okay. And during, I just happened to I was at home and what looking at the internet, and I saw this song "I Ain't Been Nowhere" that Chuck Mead wrote. He rewrote that song "I've I've Been Everywhere" to "I Ain't Been Nowhere." Okay. And I said, "Oh, I thought it was so cute." And I said, "I have there has to be a bluegrass version," and we kind of took advantage of the time off. Uh, during 2020 and we went in the studio and that's when we, we recorded the the latest cd that was grammy nominated called music is what i see yes and and that's that song is included on there in fact well i had thought you know i was invited to be a member of the grand Ole opry february 28th of 2020 uh we started this album in may of 2020 and so as we got into 2021 and we're finishing this album I decided it's like, I don't want to make this out. You know, we're hopefully long past 2020. So I didn't want, even though it had that song on there, it's like, I'll include the song, but I don't want that to become what the album is centered around. I want to sure. move on. Like what ain't to be just might happen, but that song is, is positive and it lets you find hope in everything. So, right. so the songs on there and we do it on the show. We have to, cause you know, it just, people start laughing and say, yep, that was me. It describes yeah. what oh, I was yeah. doing. I would say I don't want to commemorate it, but it's kind of a flashback to 2020 and it's sure. a fun song. Yeah. And, and speaking of that, that album, uh, music is what I see. How did you happen to uh, select to do a cover of Unchained Melody, which is beautiful, by the way? Well, thank you. That's the most one of the most challenging songs. I ain't been nowhere has 329 words. That was challenging in memorizing that and being able to do it on stage without reading the words but unchained melody has become the most challenging song vocally that i've ever sang it took me 12 hours in the studio singing wow. it and um i think i actually it was due to 2020 and being home with my husband herb and thinking about how we do so many sad songs about you know breakups and and um we didn't I didn't really have a song I would pledge my love to to my husband. Mm -hmm. And so even though he's not, he is not Mr. Romantic at all. Mm -hmm. And and he would always make fun of me while I'm singing because I was started singing it at home. And I, and it's like, oh, it brought tears to my eyes. It's like, this is the perfect song to, to sing. And I then I think it's the very first ever bluegrass version. So we cut it with a banjo. Okay. And and it's so it's like, then it became this challenge. It's like, wow, can I do this song? It was almost a uh, well, it's challenging to sing, but it also gave me a bit of confidence in like, wow, this is a song I never thought I would ever tackle. Sure, sure. But it it really was uh, 12 hours of singing alone. I sang for six hours on this song to bed, woke up the next day and sang another six hours to just do the vocal alone on that song. Because it was just to get it to where I thought it needed to be. And, and the, I, even though I was familiar with it, there are so many... It has, uh, what do you call it, vocal acrobatics or just so many different twists and turns oh. to that song. So.
but it's become a favorite and people end up dancing and or they say it's my favorite song so it's become another favorite from the album i'm so sure. thrilled yeah when you when you think of that song do you associate it with the righteous brothers recording or elvis or someone else's I think the Righteous Brothers. Yeah, um, we did it the other day, and someone introduced it as um, as Elvis Presley's most popular song, which I didn't realize is that is that really his most popular song? I don't know. I haven't heard that. I, I yeah. hadn't heard that either. But <laughs> anyway, they introduced it before I sang it. Okay. But, so for them, it is. Yeah, that's cool. Um, have you been able to do any uh, recent work in the studio or has your touring been such where there really hasn't been time for much of that? We actually have gone in recently and have the tracks for now it's finding the time to finish it okay. uh, because we're on the road so much and to get a new single. And, and it's just very time consuming. A couple of, I now I'm really good at starting the projects, but completing them. So I discovered I have five different projects started. <laughs> it's just a matter of uh, now finding the time to to complete them. Okay. That exciting. And, and one of them, well, I can't, I'm not going to reveal anything about it, but we have done some very unlikely songs. I think Unchained Melody has spurred on the okay. challenge to do even more songs that you would never ever expect Rhonda Vincent and the Rage to do so nice. however I had to um I had to alter some of the words in there I this is another song I don't know if a female has ever done okay and so the slant was in a different way so as soon as I hear back from the publisher and the writer that will if they will allow me to change these words then we'll probably have a new single out and I am so excited about the new music it's it's uh, unlike anything I've ever done cool i i really like i think bluegrass lends itself so well to doing uh covers of non-bluegrass non-country oriented type music it, you know just to hear it in such a fresh new manner um i think it really is great for listeners you know i i think it's just like if there's a great song look at blue moon of kentucky if it's a great song it can probably be sang in in any genre sure uh, sure but some of those are like unchained melody and these others these newer ones i they're they're just uh i guess they're the classics in there they have um a skill or a not a skill a they're just more challenging than anything i have ever done before I, i'm excited that it gets it challenges me sure. uh to do these songs and and i grew up you know my dad we only listen to the Opry and country and bluegrass and gospel. So branching out on these other songs, they're not songs that I heard growing up. So right. some of them are new to me and people are like, really, you've never heard of that song. <laughs> but you know, we, we were so concentrated in bluegrass and, and performing since I was, you know, three years old, it's music's traced back five generations. So we had a very, uh, of this life of music, a performance, not necessarily listening to classics. So sure. it's exciting to do that. And, and speaking of that, your, your home for our listeners, you are from uh, Northeast Missouri, uh, Kirksville, Green Top, and that's the area that you still call home. Is that correct? Each day I greet the morning with the sounds of the radio. Lester Flatt was singing on that Martha White show. Let's go. 
Okay. Actually, we live. Uh, we moved to the Lake of the Ozarks because my husband retired, and he loves to fish yeah. and to golf. I said, you know what? You've allowed. He's allowed me to follow my dream. Um, all of our married life, thirty-eight years now. And I said, you know what? You can live wherever you want because I'm going to fly in and out to go to our shows. You pick it. And he said, I want to live at the Lake of the Ozarks. So that's where we are. We're right on the water. And nice. you know, I did a lot of Facebook lives during 2020. I gave him a haircut uh, live <laughs> on there. We're always fishing and just yeah. doing a lot of different fun things. I'm was, a lifelong resident of Missouri. I was going to mention that you are are very active on uh, social media. In a, in a very positive, it's a very warm, welcoming way. Um, you know, people can see you from your uh, travel bus to the, the <laughs> dinner table with Herb getting ready for supper uh, to actual live on stage video of playing with the rage and everything in between. It's a, it's a lot of fun. And I think um, it's a great way for you to connect with your fans. And I'm sure they appreciate that. Well, it's fun for me. So, and people say, I can't believe you didn't have any makeup or you didn't fix your hair that day, but that's their favorite. You know, I could fix my hair and do the makeup and people, they don't really react to that, but they, they seem to enjoy more so if I'm just a real person and that's sure. exactly what I am. So sure. what yeah. you see is what you get. Yeah. You have uh, collaborated and recorded with so many people in your career and just, you know, just to name a few, you know, Dolly Parton, Alan Jackson, Alison Krauss, Tanya Tucker, uh, Richard Marks, Benny Toppin, um, so many, but I, I, I want to particularly ask you about um, how you came about meeting and collaborating with Bernie Toppin and about <laughs> when you had the opportunity to meet Elton John. Well, Bernie Toppin's favorite music is bluegrass music. And it was 2003 and I had a, an album that came out and we were uh, touring in California, Santa Inez. And um, I got a call from the agency at the time and they said, there's a man that's coming to your show. Uh, and honestly, I, I don't tell Bernie this, but I, you know, I did not know who he was because I was never exposed to that kind of music. Okay. Um, but they said, this gentleman, they said, learn about him. He would like to take you to dinner and he's coming to your show tonight. Anyway, I got to know Bernie from that night and we've become friends ever since. And we're, pro it's probably the most unlikely friendship in the mm. entire world. People will, will see me. I'll be with Bernie if he's in Nashville and they'll go, are you Rhonda Vince? How do you know him? That's it's so funny to see people reacting to that. It's like, how do you know Bernie? Yeah. And you know, um, so we got got to be friends from there, stayed in touch. He comes to Nashville every time he comes to Nashville, or if we go out there. Um, anyway, just wonderful friends, and he's become a very dear friend. He and his Heather and his entire family. And then he was doing it was the 50th um uh the project that they did to commemorate 50 years of music with Elton John and Bernie Toppin. Okay. And he called me and he said, Hey, I have a, I have a project I want you to be part of. 
and and then we started talking about songs and he he sent me this very obscure song called please that i you know and i mean i, I from that point i had already been listening to elton john since i met bernie so i was a little more familiar with rocket man and all of these you know the the most popular songs sure he said a lot of people on this project are doing the most popular he said i, w- I would love for you to make he said can you create a bluegrass version of please and so we i i wrote the words down i listened to it kind of soaked it in and then we got together as a band and the next thing we know, we have this bluegrass version and I just recorded it on the phone. He said, I love it. And he said, can we take it one step further? Can he said, can you make it a duet with Dolly Parton? And sure enough, it, Dolly put her own spin on this and, and just made it so fun. on a tour here in nashville bernie said hey we're coming into town uh do you want to go to the concert with us maybe get to meet elton john and i once again if i'm going to be honest i thought okay i'm going to sit through this entire show just to get to meet elton john he blew me away his show is fabulous so we watched the show and that night um, we all lined up. Vince Gill with so many of these celebrities were there to see Elton John. And all of a sudden they opened the door and they, they brought me in and they said, Elton, this is Rhonda Vincent. He ran over, put his arms around me and was, he said, I've never had a number one bluegrass song before. <laughs> and I think of all the things that Elton John has done, <laughs> this cracks me up yeah. that he was so excited about a bluegrass song, but he's so nice. What a, what a nice man he is. And, yeah. and then uh, I've got to meet him twice now when he's been in Nashville. So um, that is one of the, uh, the fairy tale fairy tales of the music business i guess getting to know and be friends with bernie Toppin and get to meet elton john and and that's my favorite thing about that you know uh doing a duet with keith urban that's on our good thing going album and work with alan jackson which then took me to my daughters and i are in las vegas years ago to see carrot top who we love 
in that show this is how i love how this just it just morphs into one other opportunity you don't you never think that you have so in the show he does that he plays the song where i come from there's cornbread and chicken oh yeah well i'm singing harmony with alan jackson on that song I heard it in the show. I wrote a letter. I said, girls, I'm singing in Carrot Top show. I wrote a letter uh, and gave it to the sound guy and I, uh, to Carrot Top. And I said, hey, I'm this is me. I'm singing with Alan in your show. We love you and would love to say hello. Sure enough, they came back. He took us back and we got to meet Carrot Top. He sent me the an amazing birthday message this year. So I love how all of this just morphs into other opportunities and, and getting to work with these people. Sure. That's so cool. Well, um, soon your travel is going to take you to Winfield, Kansas. 50th anniversary. Wow. 50th anniversary. Um, had, had that festival been on your radar at all over the years? Had you been familiar with it? All my life, I've heard of Winfield okay. and the festival and never gotten to attend. And okay. I can't tell you how thrilled I am. Finally, I get to go to the Winfield Festival. Yeah. And two days, we're going to be there for two days. So yep. it's so, double excitement. Thursday and Friday. Yes. Yeah, we're looking We're looking forward to it. All uh, of my uh, Winfield fans that uh, follow this podcast are really looking forward to uh, seeing you. Uh, Bella Fleck is on the lineup uh, this year. Uh, they've really uh, kind of uh, upped their game in terms of uh, performers that they're bringing in. It's such it's, you know, the 50th anniversary. So, oh, that's, that's uh, yeah, awesome. yeah. So we're all looking forward to that. We're, uh, we're at the end of our, of our talk. I typically, the tradition is I ask my guests to introduce a song that we'll, uh, play for the listeners at the end. And, uh, what, what song would you like to, to introduce to the listeners? Well, this is one from our Grammy nominated project. It is a song that was written and recorded and released in 1972 by Porter Wagner, fellow Missourian. And I heard it and I said, I would love to do our own bluegrass version of that. So it is on our latest project. I love this song. I love performing it. And I always say, you know, if this song was on Dick Clark's American Bandstand, you know how they rated a song? Yeah. This is that great beat to it. Uh, no matter if you didn't listen to the words, there's just something about about the song and about the beat of the song that I absolutely love. But then if you listen to the words, it's also very hopeful also. And, and it's so fitting, I think, for the last few years. And it, it says, what ain't to be just might happen. Well, we look forward to hearing that. Rhonda, thank you so much for your time today. We look forward to seeing you in Winfield. And I hope I get the, the opportunity to personally meet you while I'm there. Yes, please come and say hello. I will look forward to it. RhondaVincent.com for details on Winfield and all the places that we're going to be. We're going to be actually coming into Winfield fresh from Switzerland. So I will look forward to seeing you all there. Bring, bring us some chocolate. I will. I will. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Just a little bit lighter Gonna look on the lonely days A little bit brighter My heart's been thrown around It ain't done enough laughing What is to be will be What ain't to be just might happen Don't do no good Don't do no good 
what is to be will be, what ain't to be just might happen. been listening to Music Trails. I'm your host, Mark LaFond. Special thanks to our guest, Rhonda Vincent. If you like what you hear, subscribe today and tell a friend. Yeah.